You are listening to The Feminine Blueprint, a podcast that dives deep into what it truly means to be a woman embodying her feminine energy. My name is Nadine Saula, and I am a feminine embodiment alchemist, a menstrual therapist, and a dedicated self-realization seeker. Every woman holds a unique blueprint, a divine essence that is waiting to be awakened and expressed. From exploring our menstrual cycles to discovering our sensuality and presence, we will uncover the tools and practices to unlock our feminine potential. So sit back, relax, and join me as we explore the mysteries of the feminine energy and unlock our inner magic. I wanted to be a boy so badly when I was younger. Being a woman apparently was a drag. I was so disappointed to realize that the woman in my family seemed to have a much more restricted life than the men, and I could see that they commanded less respect as soon as the conversation veered from the personal to the world of ideas and opinions. I wanted to be smart and not dumb. I wanted to be capable and not helpless. I wanted to be independent, so I don't have to depend on people that see me as a burden. It's like the world was screaming at me from every corner that being a woman was, in fact, a disadvantage. In the outside world, it was clear that it was the fathers who had the money, the power, the freedom, and the control. Of course, I chose to be a tomboy and hung out with the guys. The thing that I did not know was that in rebelling against the image of womanhood as the supporter of men and nurturer of the family, unknowingly, I threw out much of the value of the feminine. It is all rooted in how we collectively value, affirm, and accept the female experience, which is based in denying, rejecting, and disowning our own female biology. I learned to value my work in the outside world more than anything else, because that appeared to be what society placed most value upon. There is no validation in social pride, status, and power from uniquely female experiences, such as childbirth and menstruation. So you quickly learn that it's easier to be a successful woman in a man's world if you hardly recognize that you menstruate at all. It was all about doing, achieving and producing, and as men tend to experience, I also had no one holding space for my emotions, like ever, or respecting my boundaries, which led me to learn to self-soothe as a survival mechanism, and anger, for sure, became my fuel. I also became an empath because I needed to detect emotional state of others in order to protect myself and have some sense of control. Interestingly enough, me being a hyper-masculine woman came from my mother and the feminine figures in my family. The passing on of the mother wound, the witch wound, the internalized patriarchy in woman, which in my family, it's alive and it's in possession. You can find out on my Insta highlights the recent attack and how to alchemize it. 
I went into the world with no healthy example of femininity and no example at all whatsoever on how a man should treat a woman and what healthy masculinity was or looked like. I had no masculine figure in my life, like many of us. And sure enough, the story of my upbringing repeated in my romantic relationships. I was in a serious relationship in my early 20s. We were together for four years and he wanted to go to the US to study a master's degree and wanted me to come with him. At that time, I remember thinking to myself, why would I do that? He will be studying and becoming someone in life while I'll be waiting for him at the apartment. There's nothing for me where he wants to go. The answer was a clear no. I decided that I will finish my fashion studies in Peru and I will go to the best fashion school in the world, that is in London, and study my master's degree and be someone for myself, which I did. And of course, the relationship ended. Apart from personal reasons about the dynamics of the relationship, as a success-driven woman, I just couldn't allow him to move forward while my life passed by. How could I throw my life away to be dependent on a man, right? This was a beautiful mirror for me to realize how close I was to receiving. I just didn't know how to do it. And I was full of fear because in my childhood, receiving meant that an invoice would for sure come later with, an e with the interest of manipulation. And of course, how can you receive if you never have been truly given? If receiving when you are living in survival means literally death. And receiving is the most basic quality of feminine energy. The masculine receives by giving and the feminine gives by receiving. It's a beautiful dance that we are not taught about, but it's truly the basis of our existence and polarity dynamics. All the life I had created until that point in my life was a trauma response to prove myself worthy of love, my career, my master's degree, my position in a fashion house as a designer in Switzerland, my ability to sustain my life and be independent in Europe, not Peru. So extra points for that. On all the masculine achievements that represent and are globally accepted and recognized as success in this hyper-masculine world, I had everything but at the same time, I felt miserable. Something was missing. My adult life cannot be only about work, can it? I reflected on my previous decision with my ex-partner, and although it was the right one for the person and situation, I decided right then that I wanted to share my life with a partner and that if the situation presented itself, again, I will not choose my career. Slowly, the workplace environment disclosed itself as a mirror of my family dynamics in the shape of mobbing from the very person that hired me. The constant mind games at toxic people in positions of power led me to feel trapped and I could not see a way out. The realization of being trapped was so intense that I had to excuse myself from work before lunch. I run home because I was shaking, crying uncontrollably, and could not breathe. I was having a panic attack. That was my last day at work, 
my body took me away by the roots from the reality I had created. Soon after, my dad passed away and my world crashed completely, forever. It marked for me a before and after. As my grieving progressed, I felt many times that I was going crazy, that I had completely lost my mind. And I sure did. I had to let my old self die. My life was being redirected to my mission. Of course, I could not see that at the time. And I went straight into survival mode once more because that's all I know. And I don't think I've ever lived outside of that anyways. After applying to several fashion jobs and exploring my options, my partner sold his company and was exploring moving to the tropics. I was on board from the moment he proposed it. I knew it in my heart that he's my home and I was not making the same mistake again. And so we did. As we settled in Panama, I felt a deep calling to go back to basics, to rediscover who I am, a woman. I was having painful periods and I was fed up and ready for menopause. I just could not understand why do I have to be in pain every month of my life? What a miserable existence. And then I thought that maybe there was more to being a woman than what I had been taught. Imagine not having a trace in your cells and in your thoughts that would ever imply that there was anything to be ashamed of about being a woman. That's what I want. I want to live like that. But migration is not exactly an easy task. And me unveiling the layers of patriarchy to find my feminine essence was accompanied by my second burnout. This time rooted in my romantic relationship, plus the fact that we decided to move across the globe to a country where I was the only one of us that could speak the language, Spanish. This automatically shifted the dynamics in our relationship, where anything and everything needed to be run by, consulted, and or translated by me. I became a true workhorse, and I've never been so exhausted, challenged, and unhappy. So far, the only thing I knew at that moment for sure is that I wanted to be able to do only one thing, not more multitasking and juggling everything on my own, like handling the finances, the decision-making, the household chores, while also striving to maintain a successful career and a romantic relationship and don't even feel appreciated or value for all that I do. This was the moment when I realized that feminism was truly created by patriarchy and has done us a disservice. Instead of us women instilling femininity into patriarchy, it has done exactly the opposite, trying to make women fit into masculine standards of being. And believe me, I understand we had to lie to men we had to convince them that we are not different doing, during menstruation because to accept this truth will keep us away from working, from positions of power, and also powerless from domestic abuse and basic human rights, really. Where need to gain equality with men in the working world may have led us to lose touch with ourselves. That's why women seeking power in a male world 
have tended to do so by becoming pseudo-men. The technology of suppression, tampons, vaginal deodorants, sophisticated pain-killing and mood-altering drugs has acted together with the myth of the superwoman to create a predominant cultural attitude that a menstruating woman is no different from one who is bleeding. And the trouble with all that is that it simply it isn't true. And you know it. Any woman remotely in touch with her body knows that when she is menstruating, and usually for a few days before, she feels different. And this is a fact of nature that ultimately cannot be denied. This beautiful realization was the doorway to the feminine dimension, a new timeline that I was being introduced to, a new way of existing where I became the center of my life, accompanied, of course, by the biggest crisis in my romantic relationship. Shifting from a hyper-masculine way of existing to a softer feminine being has liberated me into peace and continuous fulfillment and joy, and I have never been happier in my life. Getting away from society's messages on what is expected from a woman and instead discovering how being a woman feels on me. Accepting the fact that I am a woman, and as a member of the human species, I have a biological role of birthing and nurturing humans, projects, creations. Accepting that my fertility involves menstruating and accepting the fact that I do, and I will menstruate for most of my life, and that I'd rather learn to live that experience as a shamanic initiation into a new cycle of creation within me instead of being something disgusting to hide, reject, and be ashamed of, and learn how to gracefully communicate to the men in my life so they can too participate of my cycles. I have come to accept and recognize that my deepest desire is not to be strong like men, but it truly is to be fragile, to be treated with care, to be provided and protected for so I can birth my creations into the world from a container of love. I have come to accept and recognize the interdependence of our existence as a collective and allow men to be men and fulfill their role to provide and open myself to fully and gracefully receive. Because how women see themselves and are viewed affects men too. It might look on the face of it that men have had the upper hand for the past few thousand years, but that is only true from a certain perspective. Both men and women have gained and suffered from the imbalances of patriarchal society. Men have also been separated from their bodies and from their feelings and from the pleasure and healing made possible by relationships based on cooperation rather than hierarchy and dominance. It's a polarity dance that we all do on a daily basis. The chances are that if you resonate with my story, you too have been operating from your masculine energy. And of course, this shows up in your relationship with men. Somehow you pick them, they secretly are, or they morph into a feminine, more delicate version of what you expect your man to be. 
you feel like he's more feminine than you. He doesn't want to do the work, aka lift a finger. But you're willing to compromise your standards and boundaries because you feel his potential. This is when you realize that you being the leader and having all the things done as you say and want has gotten you into a serious problem and you may feel like there is no way out. You can see him clearly now. The veil is off. He is softer, delicate and unwilling to step up, to make decisions, to plan, organize, lead. Basically, he refuses to be the man in the relationship. And rightfully so, since you have been the man all of this time. Why all of a sudden he has to step up when before he could just chill, lay back and receive? By now, you must be wondering if there is hope to change things and shift the polarity dynamic where you embody the feminine in the relationship and him the masculine. Or you just need to break up. And the answer is yes, the polarity dynamic can be shifted. I have done it successfully along with embodying my feminine essence first. And that's why I'm here, to share my juicy tips so the transformation can go smoother and resistance-free for you. You must know that it will require all of you. You see, in order for him to be the man, that position needs to be free for him to take it. And he deeply desires it, but not as much as having a power struggle and fighting with you. We women have to ask ourselves whether it is worth burning ourselves out in order to fit in with a way of life that is often quite insane as far as the female body is concerned. And I know all feminine things are something that you have denied, rejected and disowned all of your life. I've been there. That's why you don't have to do it alone. You must know that female power is female wisdom and female wisdom resides in the body and is manifested by the experiences of the female body. If you decide you want to find out more about yourself and about being a woman, if you decide to really enter into your power as a female being, truly comfortable in your body, if you decide you want to menstruate in a self-loving, self-accepting, orgasmic way. Yes, I said orgasmic. There is one single step that will get you started. I have created a one-on-one -on -one personalized program to guide you on a transformative journey where you will transform burnout and constant feeling of overwhelm and an appreciation at work, home, and in your relationship. The exhaustion of juggling multiple roles and tasks and the resulted resentment into presence and being open to receiving support and share responsibilities, guilt and shame free. You will transform the dynamics of an imbalanced relationship that create a power struggle and disharmony into a balanced dynamic where he embodies his masculine energy and you your feminine creating a magnetic pool between you that ignites compassion, connection, and intimacy. You will transform the limited personal time and reduce quality of life that being the caretaker and provider 
plus the constant pressure to handle everything on your own into a life that is created for you by design, exploring self-care, relaxation, and personal interests without compromising your livelihood or financial stability. As you experience the sense of holelessness that comes from embodying your femininity fully, these conflicts will iron out and your patriarchal beliefs will fade away. I know now it is my life purpose to share with you my expert guidance, actionable strategies, and customized tools and techniques that can be implemented in real-life situations as soon as you learn them. In this way, recovering the beauty, majesty, and joy of being a woman. The feeling that boys have a better deal will fade away because there is something extraordinarily magical and mysterious about inhabiting a female body. And as life is a process of gaining self-knowledge, I would love to gift you with a free breakthrough session so we can explore how can I help you. Number of sessions is limited, so save your spot today. Book your session down below. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the Feminine Blueprint Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and know someone that could benefit from it, please do share it. Until next time, this is Nadine Sabla, your host, signing off.